on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, for lifelong Saints fans, talking everything Southampton. Welcome to the Saints Prime Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 35th episode of the Saints <laughs> Podcast. I'm joined with Harry. Hello. I'm joined with Jamie. The returning Jambo. The returning Jamie. I'm also joined with Mikey. Hello. <laughs> Right, so how are we doing, guys? Are we all right? Had a good week? I'm sorry, I've stopped a formal apology to all our fans of me missing the last two podcasts. That's all right, that's all right. I've been busy. Yep. Well, we'd, uh, we'd like to make a formal apology for Jamie's return. We can't just turn it up, but, you know, anyway. Um, I'm, I'm missing the Burton Albion clash against AFC Wimbledon oh, slash Southend, because I don't know who it is for this, so... yeah. But did, we, did we all enjoy the uh, Watford game? Did we enjoy I was the win? present. I was there at the stadium. Yeah. I was okay. there. So we Came did do the... to watch it. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it mm. to a pre-match podcast. No, so we did do a, a reaction podcast to it. So if you want to go to the previous one, episode number 34, you can do so. But also, you would have missed Jamie's opinion. So, Jamie, do you want to have any quick opinions that you wanted I to fill I really hated the first half as Watford's whole team were um, defending in their half. Oh, it's nothing to do. And it, honestly, Tizard, if you were there, you the whole t- no, no players have passed the halfway line. Mm. Embarrassing for them. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was almost like they knew how to play against us. <laughs> it's weird, that isn't it, Mikey? The second half was decent. Yeah, um, Daddy Ings got a lovely um, goal, courtesy of um, Musa Handball Gineppo, and then Ward Prowse with a lovely free kick. Yeah, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. um, so yeah, if you want to hear our full analysis on it, yeah, like I said, go to the previous podcast. But yeah, to, for today's one, it's a basically a summary as we always do. Going into the next game, it's a little bit earlier than usual because of the the busy December schedule. But yeah, we're looking ahead to Norwich, but we'll go through a little bit of uh, conferences, a little bit of injuries and news and stuff like that, and then finally go into our thoughts on the Norwich game. So like we like to do. Um, oh no, Jamie, have you got something to say? Yeah, one thing about the Christmas period. Yeah, go on. The return of yes, the yeah, podcast yeah. Podcast house. All be in one room. All be back mm-hmm. in the uh, makeshift recording studio. All back around the same room. So we'll try and uh, make a special occasion for that one. Have a bit of fun. Maybe the return of Harry's quiz. We never know. Um, well, Harry, but, yeah, keep a look out for be, that one. Might, um, might be a Christmas special. Yeah. So plugging over, know. we'll go to Mikey with the press conferences. Mikey, can you fill us in with what happened on the press conferences? Um, well, basically, Ralph was talking about, when he was talking about the game, he was saying that he wasn't happy with the first half. Um, and then I think he made that quite clear, especially in his uh, interview after the game. Yeah. He kept going on about how that first half wasn't good enough, he weren't sharp enough, he weren't moving the ball quick enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he's happy at the club because he's had a year at the club now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's happy. He knew that the challenge wasn't going to be easy, and that he's still enjoying it, even though we're 19th in the league. And he also mentioned the fact that even though we are on 12 points and 19th, seventh place has 19 points. Yeah. So we're only seven points off of Europe at the moment. Mm. And how close the league is, we just get a good run in December, and we can be right back up there again. Yeah. I Basically, think that's that true. was. Majority of the po- uh, not the podcast, the press. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, Harry, Jamie, what's your thoughts on how close the um, league is? How can we I capitalise on our easy fixtures and uh, try and get up know. the league? Just don't let Sofiane Bouffal stub his toe on the kitchen yeah. table. 
Hmm. Yeah. And I'll say fine. keep doing it. He played well when he did that. It's true, actually. Yeah, he did. Very play true. Well. Um, um, yeah, it's just I enjoyed watching him play. Yeah. What was the, what was the differences when you watched the game? What was the it's key difference you saw? It's more like actually ambition. Don't get me yeah. wrong, Nathan Redmond's a very good player for us. It just mm-hmm. to, it wasn't on the ball on that on that day. Yeah, and having that boo foul, that extra bit of chop chop, hitting yeah. his skills. <laughs> things, like, don't laugh at me. Yeah, it's good. It's, 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 it's good. Yeah, um, but also with like the the whole game. Normally we are uh, used to seeing us score early and then try and cling on to that lead. How do you think the uh, early goal from Watford actually forced us to play? Do you think it changed the game in that way for us to be able to go on the front foot? Well, well, how do you think that game kind of made that impact? I think Watford are quite a similar team to what we are in the fact that they are lacking confidence and not getting wins at the moment. No. So them scoring first, like they then drop back and try to protect it for the like 70-odd minutes that they were in the lead for. Yeah, and we know from experience that that doesn't work. Yeah. So it was just it was just about we were given so many chances that one of them were going to go in, yeah. and that 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 is what really happened. They had the last de- defending that we usually have, and then at at some point the ball was just going to get bundled in. Yeah. So I'd actually say, even though it made the game a lot more stressful, it may have been an advantage for Watford to score first because that made them drop back and put us on the front foot. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, we said Buffal injected a bit of uh, pace into the game, but chop chop. Yeah, a bit of chop chop to use the correct phrase. Um, <laughs> but is it? Am I right in saying that he's a doubt for the game coming ahead to the Norwich game? He won't um, start. He won't yeah, start. It won't yeah, start. Yeah, okay. So come off the bench. Yeah. He's but, he's had the um, day off training. Uh, he's had Tuesday off training. Yeah. Um, and also Stuart Armstrong still out with his hamstring injury. Yeah, I think right. those are the the two only doubts. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, but I think I think I think someone mentioned it last time in the reaction, saying that Buffal seems very effective coming off the bench. I can't remember who it was, mm. but um, saying the fact that he coming off the bench means he doesn't have so much of a uh, a kind of reliability on him to defend. He can kind of come on because they know they want attacking outputs from him, and they know. They, they want him to try and create something. Obviously, he's very tricky, so he's hard for defenders. Do you think he should be, you know, do you think he can be successful in a starting role or do you think he's more successful coming off the bench? His, his endurance isn't good enough to start every match, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, that's why he's quite good off the bench. Yeah. Harry, Mikey, your thoughts? Yeah, I think he just, he adds that direct running style and, I think that that's more effective off the bench. Like I've said to Jamie, I don't think he'd be effective for a full ninety. But against a tiring defence, I, I, th- I think I, I prefer him off the bench. To be honest. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, I just I just realised uh, <laughs> I may have been slightly uh, nudged. Do we have any questions today, Tiz? Just because we we kind do of in did. fact have yes. questions. Yes, <laughs> a, a bit of context for everyone because if yeah. you're watching the YouTube video, you'll see my facial expressions when Ollie put, said. I mean, over to Mikey about the interviews. Okay, yeah, my bad. But I just wanted to, because Mikey's been really good with the press conferences and giving us the information recently. So I got over a bit overexcited for him to um, go on with the press conferences. But yeah, we do have, we do as always have. I put a message in our group chat to remind you. Yeah, yeah. questions. But as always, we do have questions. So Harry's going to pull them up now. I'll let you know how you can get in touch. On uh, at Saints Prime on Instagram is the main way that we get the questions in. Um, Harry, have we get? Have you got them up now? 
Downhurst 96 hey, to yeah. Have you heard anything about potential buyers of Gal shares? I, mm. if, if there's anyone, I'd happily take them. Yeah. Even if it was my well, cash at this point. Really? No. <laughs> not, not that human. Um, well, there's always the rumours that circle that Red Bull are interested to get a team in England. but Should you not take that out of curiosity? 100%. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't. I don't think rebranding would let him in the Premier League, which I agree with. But I'd definitely mm. take him as an owner, then just have a Red Bull logo, slap on our shirt. Yeah. Well, the way I'd see it is, I wouldn't want the money to go straight into. Obviously, like you could buy more players with it because they like immediate success. But if we could guarantee improvements to our infrastructure, and then if they do leave or anything like that, they could set us up on a good, you know, like so we've got a really good training facilities. And we've got fairly good new facilities. But with things like if they could try and, I don't know, if they'd be interested in renovating the stadium or something like that and making us separate to a lot of teams that are out there at the moment, giving us a, a USP for fans to actually come across and watch the game, it could be re- really beneficial for us. Because I wouldn't want us to just be injected with a load of players and have, money. Sorry to talk, but have Red Bull actually been linked with buying Southampton? It's just a, it's just a rumour on Twitter. Like it, 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 I don't think it's anything concrete. Um, it came up as quick as it left. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, it kind of, but... I think it could have happened with any Premier League club, really. Mm. But yeah. Thank you very much, Dan, for your I, lovely. I feel... yeah. No, okay. Wait, on, I feel the criticism of Gao is a little bit harsh on him. Because yeah. it's not. It's not his fault that he bought a club that, well, it, it's his fault that he bought the club in the situation that it is in, but it's not his fault that the club are in a situation that it's in. Yeah. Like, he, it, he it's been be. over years and years of, oh, <laughs> it's just been years and years of, like, poor management. And he's surely he, he would have done the re- Surely he would have done the research of that, though. It's, yeah, I think the club needs a whole rebuilding. I think it just needs rebuild. And you think you've had Les Reed go, Ralph Kruger's gone, our head of scouting's gone, mm-hmm. our like head of youth development or whatever, he's gone as well. Yeah. Um, assistant manager's gone. I think some of like a lot of the youth staff have gone as well. So it's just the whole club needs a rebuilding, a restructuring, and that's that's what I think Gal's trying to do. And it's not like he's not spending money as well. Like we're still investing. He's still investing in the club. It may not be the millions that Wolves have had invested from their Chinese owner, mm. but he's invested in the youth. He's still investing in players as well. So that's true. Yeah. But did, are you yeah, seeing that? steady increase in the actual squad's strength or is it because we're mean? selling to buy are we stagnating and not really improving our overall squad what's your thought i don't think we're selling we're not really selling to buy uh, at the moment but we every every club has to sell to buy because that's how you run a business it's not like you can just keep bringing things in and not let anything out uh, i think it's a good thing because it also means that we won't go bust as a club it's not like Gal's going to invest two hundred million pounds. It's not going to work out, and then he's going to drop us into administration. We're going to get loads of finances, and we're going to turn out like Bolton. Like, yeah. I'd much prefer us to do the in-out process than actually uh, like spend massively and then end up in ten years in League One fighting in courts trying to keep our stadium. Well, we could win in League One. So that's a positive. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I think one of the criticisms that he's getting is people, 
and it, it may come down to more recruitment than it is actually his finances because in previous times we have sold a lot of our best players and recruited well so maybe in that sense it may be that you know he's uh he's uh you know he's finding an issue there so um it could it, you know, we could uh, we could see a difference there with who's the new gentleman that's just joined. What's his name? Matt. Um, Matt, Crocker. Matt Crocker, another guy yeah. from England. Yeah, but he has worked for the club previously, I believe, hasn't he? Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was our academy director for the academy years, director, and now he's in the position of which? Um, what is it now? Director of football, I believe. Director of football. Okay. Think, anyway. He's replaced Les Yeah. Good. I never liked Les Ruiz. Well, he, get lost. well, he did a lot of good things for us, but then he kind of lost the um, the kind of way near the end, and it he, he like stays too long beyond his sell by date for yeah. us anyway. Did you make that sound a bit better, Tizard? I think that's right. No, I think he. Just... I, I don't know. I wouldn't listen to Jay. <laughs> um... <laughs> to be fair, I, I, if anyone was wondering, I started laughing because he hit himself in the face. For <laughs> <laughs> the audio, for the audio listeners that are very confused, uh, yeah, with the, the laughing that starts. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 me and Mikey were kind of saying about the recruitment and Gal trying to keep us. What, what's the word that they, keeps on being brought up with the finances? Uh, not uh, stable, stable. But, you know, but sustainable. Yeah, but sustainable. Sustainable. But it seems like, yeah, we've got to have our quality players go out in order to create the finances. We can't we've tried to put players out that aren't performing very well. But it almost seems like it's slowly reducing our unless the transfers coming in are effective, it does mean our quality is slowly going to reduce. And I think that's what the fans are concerned about. That although we're making good investments we've now got to try and see some uh, immediate effect rather than giving time to players like Che Adams who need the time to get ready for the league. But it seems like we haven't spent big because we can't get immediate. So we have to rely on players that are going to improve, but also means giving them time. And do we have that time? I think that's the issue that players are coming across. I Fans think... are coming across. I, 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 do, I, do also th- I do also think it's not just Gal's fault because... He would have talked to the manager, he would have talked to the director of football, like the technical director, everyone like that, and would have talked about what players to sell. And like you think Mark Hughes, he didn't use Gabbiadini a lot. He wasn't a massive fan of Gabbiadini. That's the reason why he left. Mm. Right, no, Hassan Hootel didn't use Gabbiadini, did he? And he left under Hassan Hootel. Um Van Dyke was throwing up a fuss. And there was a reason why he went because he was throwing up a fuss. He didn't want to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tadic, I think he didn't want to be here anymore as well. So a lot, a lot of these players, they're either players that we weren't going to use. They weren't going to be a first team player, or they were making a fuss and they didn't want to be here anymore. But mm-hmm. the reason they did go is because there was a demand for them, wasn't there? Yeah, someone like Carrillo was clearly transfer listed, mm-hmm. and we wanted a transfer for him because he doesn't fit the. Uh fit the bill people like austin coming out in the press saying he can't hit a barn door um you know so we're trying to get him out but just because the demand's not there for him we weren't able to get him out and he's had to go on loan they're probably not covering the whole of his wages so you know it's a bit of an issue there in the fact that we've made a a poor um recruitment of a player and when we're now you know stuck with that and we've got to try and uh that's, that's not that's not gal's fault that that isn't Gal's fault. He's I, I he's the it's it's Pellegrino's fault. It's it's the it's whole recruitment. Like, Gal, I, I said Gal I, I wasn't blaming that on Gal. Yeah, 
but it's yeah. Not, yeah. Mm. Anyway, no, I think the one criticism I, I would have is just that he's got to realise that with sorry to go, we are going on about this for a while, but <laughs> and but I think we can all agree that when he joined the the bought the majority of the the stake for the club, he had to realise this was going to be a major rehaul, and with major rehaul does come finances. He he would have to realise that, but there's a lot, also a lot of money in the Premier League, so. We are seeing encouraging signs, and hopefully, it should turn around for us. I think that's okay, isn't yeah. it? We can leave. I, I that. think. I think. I think you just have to be patient. We have to rebuild the club, and mm. once the rebuild's done, if then the investment doesn't come, or like the the better times don't come back, then that's when you can so, play. Okay, so you're saying there? Do you believe there will be a slight more increase in investment once the rebuilding's done, or do you think once, we still once, will be? Once... Once Gal's brought in the people that he wants to bring in to run the club, then yeah. there will be investment. It's just that this summer we had a lot of outs in the director of football mm-hmm. and like everyone who was at the top of the club. Once everyone's there, I'm sure there'll be more investment into the club. Yeah. And how quickly do you reckon that rehaul will be done? Do you reckon we'll be able to start signing players in January or do you reckon we'll still be conservative with the quality we have and bringing in players? I don't know. I I heard a little article saying how we're not going to, how Ralph will move back to January, so I doubt we're putting those risky bids in, unless we have another player leave. And very, although it's a person, I don't really see that happening. Yeah, but I've also I, seen an article saying that uh, Hassanus is going to be allowed to buy that's three, five, three players. players. Yes, so, I thought in the next mm. few days, and I after after so, you know. You you just start, you can't tell until it happens. Well, at the end of yeah. January, we'll know if he's been backed or not. Really? Would that be? Would you still be concerned if in January we haven't Shut seen up, improvements <laughs> in the squad, or do you think, um, or do you reckon you still give him time by January? Is January kind of turning point for you, or are you? I'm not necessarily no. concerned. No. It's just obviously I think we're out of Ralph's um, position to make those transfers. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Off the transfers. Transfer, let's get any other up. questions, Tizard. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Hurst, ninety-six V two. Hey. I would rather try a Lindley than Obafemi. I really think we are wasting our time with him. I would, I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of losing patience with Obafemi a little bit. I still, tr- I still think he's a good asset for the club, but it seems like he's just not the build for a footballer. It seems like after every game he has a muscle strain because yeah. of the the, requir- the requirements they're asking for him. And I don't know whether he can fulfil them. You can see he works hard. He has got a bit of a physicality behind him. But it, it, it's the uh, the issue of whether he will be able to fully sustain that or whether just his build and his physique cannot support that kind of football. What's your thoughts? I think he could be quite a young retirement sort of player. He just ruins his legs from playing football too much. Yeah. These small injuries build up, build up over time. Harry, your thoughts on Obafemi? No, I'm, I'm exactly the same as your boat. I don't think he has the... Sadly, because of his build, I just can't... He's not that much of a presence in the Premier League. When he's, when, if he's up front by himself, which he hasn't been, but if he was ever tasked with that, I think he'd really struggle. And he's, he's struggling in the two with Danny Ings as well. He, yeah. is, he is quick in behind and maybe against, maybe against a team like Norwich where they've only got two or three fit centre-backs. Maybe that's the time where you just put him in. But I don't, even then, I'd prefer to see Shane Long. Yeah, I know, Mikey. <laughs> big smile on his face. Shane Long and Danny Ings. Because I just think that those two have more of a presence up front than Michael Oberfermi and Danny Ings. Well, and I think, I think uh, Shane Long, I, I think Che Adams is still working on 
confidence and um, getting up to speed in the Premier League. Be interesting to see if he plays. Is he playing any under twenty threes at the moment, or is he kind of? No, no, no I don't think so. Okay. Well, I think Shane Long can be used as almost like a panic button sometimes in the fact that if you are being pressed, uh, he can, the ball can go up to him and he can win a flick on. And Danny mm. Ings has got a fair amount of pace on him. So if the ball does go behind, we can then, you know, wingers are up, strikers running forwards. It, it, it provides a little bit more of an outlet if you are under pressure. So <laughs> I, I'd quite like to see uh, Shane Long to play in that uh, that role if he is going up front. Um so yeah, uh, Shane Long. What are your guys' thoughts of him coming into the team? Mikey first. Or do you <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd be, uh, I would be very happy if Shane, if Shane Long starts starting. That'd be brilliant. It'd be fantastic for me mainly. Um, but uh, I, I would really like to see Dan and get given the chance this year because I think he can be a presence. He will be a presence in the front front two, especially getting flick ons to Ings, and he's. I think he's six two as well, so he he will have an advantage in the air. He's strong, he's quick, decent touch on the ball. I'd like to see him get given a chance this year. I, I'm, yeah. My, my only problem with that is he's not he's not smashing up the under twenty three league. Like if if you if you want to be playing in the Premier League, you've got to be sharing in the under twenty threes. Right, this is how good I am. I'm beat. I'm scoring against every single team. I deserve my chance. Whereas for the under twenty threes. He's not scoring every week. Mikey, would you be able to see what his stats are in the under-23s? I'm going to get him to be honest. Oh, go on then, Jamie. Let us know then. Um, But yeah, while Jamie is... taking my job. Yeah. (laughs) But he's not Um, getting in the score either. And he doesn't even have a super computer like Mikey. Yeah, I've only got one purpose. It's been taken. But yeah, so we're talking about players in the squad. How would the lineup differ or how would it stay the same? going into the Norwich game. Obviously, fitness is going to be a factor, but also performance and merit is as well. How would the how would you kind of line up the team? Keep keep it the same, but take out Oberfam because Bufa won't be able to start because of his injury. But mm. apart from that, keep it the same for me. Yeah. I'd be quite happy to do that. Mikey? Well, maybe, maybe put in Valerie. Sorry, right back. Might put in Valerie. I, I would I would start the same way that it ended, uh, but put mm. Redmond back in for Booth out. Oh, yeah, of course, because Shane Long came on 57th minute, which did kind of turn around the game. So, mm. yeah. Exactly. Redmond obviously Game-changer. came off as well, but if we you know, keep, keep Redmond on, Shane Long up front, and then you said Valerie at right back? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Okay. I, I, he's, he's a bit more of an... I just think he's a bit more well-rounded fullback than Cedric is. Yeah. I uh, he he's just he's always just a little bit worrying on the defensive side. He's he's just a little bit. You you know that he'll be beaten to a header. Yeah. And that's always scary when you see a cross into the box, especially with a player like Pookie in the mid in the middle. Like if Pookie and Cedric are jumping against each other, Pookie's winning it every single day of the week. So yeah. So Jamie, did you able were you able to get up the stats? It won't for some reason, it won't let me check his stats. Yeah, right, okay. But obviously <laughs> Norris coming off the back of a two all draw against Arsenal. So like us getting a two two nil draw up there. Um I can have a look at their lineup quickly, see how they did line up. Uh Pookie and Campwell getting the goals like they did early in the season, so hopefully their form won't carry on to our game. Um <laughs> apart from that, there's not too many players in there that I'm particularly um so those two are our version of Danny Ings and James Will Prowse. Those are the two that seem to be the only two scoring consistently for them. Mm. So if we keep them quiet, 
like I, I would, I like, I would like to see Valerie play just because he's a much more attacking fullback, and I think we could risk more against Norwich. Yeah. Like, as in on the four on the front foot. And correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't Cantwell play on the left hand side? Um, can yeah, play up front. So. He's been playing up front for quite a few of their games. This oh, really? Year. Okay. Him and Pookie have been playing up front together. So that, I mean, that's how they played against Everton, and I think that's also how they played against Arsenal as well. So yeah, yeah, he's 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 a good little player. He is. And, well, know, yeah, good, good got, I remember for, watching him. Goodbye first game for your fantasy season. team. <laughs> yeah, um, we can have a little look at fantasy teams actually, um, but uh, we'll get onto that later. I remember I seeing like Campwell. Yeah. What was the first Not first game of the season? Norwich played against Liverpool, wasn't it? I remember Campwell yeah. and obviously Pookie yeah. looking very threatening. It'd be interesting to see what their form is like away. Jamie, sorry, you had got. I just say the the question was, do you like Obafemi? Do you like Obafemi? <laughs> we kind of segue, don't, don't we? <laughs> I like him, but I don't think he has a long term future as much yeah. as I'd love to say he does. Yeah. There wasn't you any like other questions. Was there, there was three more. <laughs> there was three more. Oh my god! I went straight into. I was just looking at the time. I thought we had to go right. Go on then. We'll do these quick fire then, boys. Dan Hurst v three. Do the players have more? <laughs> do the players have more faith that Booth Fire will beat his man over Redders so they make the run? Hundred percent. Possibly, yeah. I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like how assertive Jamie is. Hundred percent. Yeah, move on. I'll do it yeah. next. Well, Harry, <laughs> Harry, Mikey. Yeah. What do you think? How do you think an attacker's confidence to make that run is uh, when they see a tricky winger like Buffal beating their man? I don't know because Buffal in the past has been a man who has uh, cut back and tried to beat the man again once he's yeah. already beaten him. So that mm. make me less likely want to make the run. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he's been doing it in training. Um, and that's the reason why. I think it's just confidence, isn't it? Like, Bufal's coming off the bench full of confidence. Like, he ruined Kiko Firmino's career. Oh, uh, that's on, yes. on a Disgraceful. On Saturday night. Yes. But, um, just a bit team, really. Just yeah. a bit horrible. It, like, if... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Because Red, Redmond hasn't... He doesn't run with the ball at people anymore. Like, he goes through spouts where he does that all the time. Well, he's and very... Then, yeah, sorry to cut you off. He's very direct in his play that he will run into space. But if there's a defender and space behind him, he won't. He's not very uh, effective in getting past the man to get into that space behind. He seems like yeah. he's very good at attacking space once it's in front of him, and his close control and pace is good for that. But once a player is in front of him and he has to beat him, I think that's where he kind of gets singled out sometimes. Um, is Buffal left footed? Just wondering. I think so. I think it could yeah. be because I think I think that makes that makes a difference as well. Because if he's playing on the left, then there's a greater chance of him actually putting a cross in. That's true. While Redmond Redmond likes cutting inside and having a shot. Yeah. So I think that's why him and Bertrand work well together, and that's why it looks a bit clunky when Buffal and Bertrand are playing together. But yeah, but, it's both. All Bufal's wonder goals have come off his right foot. That's my only thinking. Mm. So he might be. Uh, right he, might, he might just have a stronger left foot than Redmond, yeah. but I think there's there's a greater chance of a cross being put into the box with a left mm. foot than a right foot for Bufal and Redmond. Yeah. And that's, oh wait, mm, sorry. Yeah, go on. I sorry, don't have stats few, for that. I'm a few No, I just said a few times this season we have seen Bufal beat his man and then smack a ball across with his left foot. Whereas with Redmond's, it's not. I can't think straight away, right? He's, I can remember him doing it. Whereas with Buffer, I can remember it against um, Watford. I can remember it against Bryson. 
and I can remember a few a few other times where he's he's beaten that man and put it across, and he has become more of a team player, like I've said quite a lot. And personally, I feel more confident than Buffal because I think he yeah. he flows with confidence more naturally than Resmond as well. Transfer market lists his foot as right footed, but uh, it'd be maybe he is kind of more confident on his left foot because I haven't really seen too What's much his play from. On FM? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, of course, the the key to all knowledge is football manager. Um, but is. yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it'll be um, yeah. I, th- I I do think we do see that sometimes. Buffal getting down the line and putting that ball across. I think he is a little bit more confident on his weak foot than Redmond. I think Redmond has a good shot coming on inside, but. To a certain extent, with the amount of knowledge that uh, data analysis and how things like that, they'll be saying, show him, show him wide, show him wide, show him wide. And, uh, you know, once they catch on to that, he, he, he does sometimes become ineffective. So, yes. Uh, yeah. For right. me, with Resmond, I can feel like I can predict what he's going to do, whereas I don't think Buffon knows half the time what Buffon is going to do. <laughs> like, with Resmond, you know, there's a good chance most of the time we'll cut inside and try and shoot. Mm. Very rarely he'll go on the outside, whereas Buffal, I genuinely have no idea what he's going to do. No. Apart from ruined careers. Exactly. Uh, so, we do Do we have any other questions, Tiz? Dan Hurst at V4. There we've got one more after that. I'm not Stephen's biggest fan, but the man has changed the defence without a doubt. Yes. Yeah. Um, Obviously, oh, are we going to pair him with Bednarak? Is that our kind of prediction I think, against yeah. Norwich? I think I know the reason why. He's got Go the confidence now. And before he yeah. was lacking that with the fans would grill him in social yeah. media after games. Where now, they're actually complimenting and you can see the positives in his play. Hmm. Well, I think sometimes our players okay. go in circle, uh, so- circles, it's circles in the fact that they can lose confidence, but if they if they have the determination to get back into the side and show it within training where there's that less pressure, it always it takes is one game, one good performance. Which what was the turning point this where he played and he had a good game? Was Man it, City uh, is when he yeah. started scoring. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. In. Uh, you know, uh, showing that determination yes. that to Ralph, that he does <laughs> he does want to play. He can make an impact on the game, and you know he he's got a first team place in that. That's how easy it is. You just got to mm. show. That you're willing, don't give up on it. Don't let your head drop. Just keep working, and you will get in the team. And hopefully, that's a symbol to the other players that are low on confidence. You know, if um, if Stevens is able to do it, then it's more it's more than a chance for you to do it as well. Just keep going. You'll have your time. Prove it. Take advantage, and you'll get back in the team. That's what we need. We need confidence at the moment, and it's nice to see a player regaining that and providing for the team. I think he's also grown up quite a bit. I, th- I think he's a lot less egotistical than what he was. Mm. Like at the start, because I remember he literally had started probably about four or five games we were playing against Man City, and he turned around to Sane and said, "Who are you?" Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think I think he's um, a little bit. I think he's grown up a little bit more. I think he's become more of a leader in the team as well because he seems yeah. to be the one trying to. Like speed the play up of the defence, leading the defensive line, and that's what we've been missing. So that's that's the positive of Stevens. He even though sometimes he does make the odd mistake, like the goal against Watford, he does like provide some sort of leadership out there. Yeah. Jack Stevens, captain? Question mark. 
Ooh, not quite yet. I think that's nice. I love the That he's been showing as well. That video, did you see it where he was like, not screaming on. at the camera, but screaming near the camera, then gave Ralph a massive handshake slash high five. So, mm. yeah, um, I, I think the fans have also, you know, accepted him a bit more because they can see from when they when he got dropped, it wasn't his fault. It was just our defence in total. Mm. It wasn't his fault we were conceding. It was just our lack of defensive ability towards the back end of last season and the start of this one. So yeah. I think they've come very much more accepting. Yeah. Okay, is there any other questions or any other thoughts? One more. One James. Cohen, Gineppo after game reveal. We saw, did we cover this last week? Did it come out by that point? That uh, possibly, yeah. yeah. I think we did mention it quickly. Is, yeah. So um, if you want to know, head to that podcast. You can hear yeah. what it we never have to touched say. It's Any more to us? Any more that one. No, that's that's all fine. Okay, right. Should we get back? Where were we then? Sorry, I I, I just realised that I went. We were halfway tangent. between talking about Obafemi, Gao, and uh, yeah. Okay, so we went <laughs> down for Shane Long. Like we said we want to follow a similar team to what we saw against Watford. Um, is there any other kind of thoughts with the team sheet, the style, the formation, anything like that that you want to see, it looking has forward to, to? It has to. We have to start as quick as we finish the game. On the front. There, yeah. there, was, there was no tempo whatsoever in the first half. It was slow and it was boring and it was rubbish. Mm. Um, so you've got to speed the tempo up a little bit more. Um, play with aggression, play with passion and... Uh, yeah, don't knee it back to the guy running through on goal. That's that's yeah. basically yeah. I'm just having a look at a couple of stats. It's brilliant to see how amazingly specific some of them are. You, you know the ones I'm talking about, the ones where... So I'm reading one here. Away from home, Norwich are winless in their last 14 evening Premier League matches <laughs> since beating local rivals... It- <laughs> We've in got him, boss! <laughs> September 1994. I, I mean, it's just amazing Speak- how like someone's had to research that, I mean. but... Um, our rivals Bournemouth are losing one to Palace right now. Yeah, Jeffrey Schlapp with the cigar. Who are ten men down, aren't they? Yeah, they ten are. Men down. Yeah. Wow. Um, ten men down. Van Arnhem. He's just stood on there on his own. He came... <laughs> Van Harnholt got injured, so he got subbed on. And he's, he's Mate, they didn't abandon it. He's just like, I can take a voice. It's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, no, uh, but yeah, so it's one nil down. I think City are one nil. One nil. Yeah, Jesus for the curling effort. Yeah, there we go. There's currently half time, um, and we're on TV as well. So sometimes we're always a little bit dodgy on TV. How are you guys going to be watching the game? Um, is it TV or is it? Well, is it Amazon Prime, Prime, I guess. Amazon yeah. Prime. Yeah, well, that's TV for me. Where is it again, sorry? Um, 7.30 at St. Mary's. It's Thursday, isn't it? 7.30, yeah. No, Wednesday. Oh, wow. I mean, I will watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Mike, are you going to the game? Uh, I've got it off work, so I can go. Oh, very nice. So we'll have three of us watching it, one of us seeing it live, so we can get the in-depth report from uh, Mikey inside the stadium, and then we'll have a... Us three as well, watching it, giving our thoughts. And uh, we'll do a reaction to that as well. Not quite sure when we will do that, but we will do a reaction to it. Um, Any other kind of things towards the Norwich game, their performances or, you know, uh, things that you think the game will run out? Do you think we'll start well? Do you think we'll take a while to warm into (laughs) it? (laughs) (laughs) 
Sorry, the car had a banging effort and ran. I just, I love yeah. Well, we could concentrate but, um, on this, boys. You know, that's not true. It's just don't, don't underestimate Norwich because they're they're basically us. Mm. Just they only just come up sort of thing. Like they've they've got a two two draw against um, awesome. Arsenal. They're able to beat an Everton side that we weren't able to beat. We mm. just need to be very wary because. Although Pookie's only scored one in his last eight or so, they're yeah. still they're still going to be a dangerous side, mm. and we've just got to make sure we put our chances away and don't don't fall asleep. It's just basically what I say before absolutely and, any, any game that we play. <laughs> How do you think the the latest win will affect the stadium? Because I ha- I haven't seen it personally, Mike. Can, can you give a summary oh, of the? the- the stadium was overjoyed uh, at a victory at home. It yeah. was uh, very nice to experience. Mm. Um, yeah, 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 I, and to be fair, the, the fans, they they weren't too happy at half-time, but as soon as we started playing, you know, the atmosphere just started building, building. Yeah. And once the first goal mm. went in, it yeah. went up. And I then the second goal, everyone went mental. So mm. it was a bit like, you know, the Tottenham game from last year when we came yeah. from 1-0 down. Win 2-1. It was a little bit like that in that way, where as soon as we got that first goal, it rocketed and you knew that we were going to win it. It Mm. didn't really really matter. You just knew that we were. Well, I always Mm. say it that it bounces off each other. You need the players to start well for the fans to pick up. And it only takes so much as a corner for the fans to immediately get behind them. But you need, you know, the you need a little bit of something just to get you going. Because the atmosphere will be good because obviously people want to see them do well. You'll get a good start. As long as the players show the same passion that the fans do, they'll bounce off each other and you'll create that amazing atmosphere that we are, we do have the potential to do. Um, so, yeah, any other kind of thoughts towards the Norwich game? Do you want to go into predictions? I'll write them down like we did last week and kind of see I'm saying how accurate they are. 2-0 to Oh, wait, what did you say, Jamie? 2-0 to Saints. Yeah, 2-0 to Saints. Okay, getting that clean sheet as well at home. So that's obviously going to be a... Positive if it does come off. Uh, Harry, what do you reckon? I was going to say 3-1, but my Akia says 3-0. Oh, sorry, my in-bet builder says 3-0. So <laughs> three I'm going to go for a 3-0. Wow, okay. Uh, Mikey, what do you reckon? 3 2-1. 2-1. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Still can't see us keeping a clean sheet, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 as well, just because I think a clean sheet at home is something that sometimes comes... A little bit difficult to us, so I think we might get a. There might be a late one where we just kind of switch off, but I'm hoping it won't be like the Watford game where we have to attack them back. I'm hoping we can look comfortable most of the game, and the it's a consolation rather than a threat. I think mm. that could be something we could possibly see. Like I say, I'm always a little bit tinged towards what my heart says, not my head. So let's keep it positive. I'm going to say two one as well. So yeah, yeah. I'll put I'll put McCarthy in my in my fancy team because I'm wow, confident okay. of our abilities. I brought That's in brave. I brought in Danny Ings. Do you guys want to go yeah, sh- quickly, quickly, quickly for your fantasy teams? Is there anything my, that kind uh, of my bench had like twenty one points. Really? So Who do you have? I had Kelly Cantwell and Mings on my bench, Ooh. so I wasn't happy because yeah. all of them did really well. So Cantwell got subbed on for me. I got Pereira seven, Tamore, Robson, Lundstrom all two points. De Bruyne got me ten. Wrongly captain Mane for only four points. Same. Sterling got me seven. So Mane, the only person in my midfield who got two points, was my captain. And then I had Vardy uh, up front, and Greenwood got subbed in because Abraham was injured. 
Um, I made a couple of changes. I got rid of Sterling just because I think Man City are on such uncertain times at this moment. Got in Son, uh, Son, Son, <laughs> who looks on fire for uh, Tottenham. So I got him in, and I got Danny Ings up front because I, I think he's on red hot form. I want him to do well. Um, so I got him in. He, you know, I think it's his best chance as any to try and keep his goal scoring returns going. Um, so yeah, see that. that. You guys, any any little fantasy things that? Um, of interest I wanted to change a lot of players before the last one so I took out four players and I put in Daniel James Vardy Ings and Mousset with all three of my strikers scoring so I took a minus 12 I took a minus 12 points hit but I did get I can't remember how many because it's just updated so I got like 40 Nine or forty-seven points, so I was just under the average, but better than usual. And at the moment, my live point score is six because Crystal Palace keeping a clean sheet against. Very nice. Very nice. Very um, nice. So yeah, Mikey, how, any other any other little things to report? I got fifty points. Pereira doing well again. Ooh. De Bruyne yeah, getting ten. Vardy captain. Uh, thankfully, Abraham and Ing King were both out, so yeah. I had Mount and Cantwell come on, and that was an extra ten points as well. Very nice. Jamie, yeah. any uh, any highlights? Um, last week, I got 50 points, so one point below average. Nice. Um, however, I've trans- I've officially transferred in Danny Ings for next week because I've got to get Right, okay. You can allow it. Yeah. So yeah. my team, as it stands, is Newcastle, Ozil, Mane. Well, Newcastle? That's not Newcastle, Danny Ings. Newcastle, <laughs> <laughs> I literally play That's in the play. <laughs> Danny Ings. <laughs> Ozil, yeah. Mane, Pulisic, Gonzalo, Lisa, Sterling, Ramsaka, Lundstrom, Van Dijk, Alexander Arnhold, and Edison. Okay. You're, you're only allowed um, three players from each team, so having the entire squad of Newcastle in there is not. <laughs> yeah, yeah it might be a bit of a disadvantage. Um, we'll bring it back onto Saints, Brian. How are you guys doing in the league? What position are you? Like 130. You just do this to flex on us, to be honest with you. It's not. I'm 100. You don't care about what we. Oh, okay. you, you don't care about our, I do. our position. I want to see where go, you are. Look at me. Ollie's gone down in the league. Yeah, I have gone down. See, why are you expecting me to go down? Yeah, I'm just I'm all the way down in fifth. Yeah, I'm in Europe League. So, guys, where are you? I'm like 112. Right, so oh, ha- Harry's 112. Harry, I'm beating you. I'm 109th. Wait, Jamie's got a comeback. <laughs> I'm 72nd. 72nd. So Mikey's uh, second out of us. And then shout out to Robin Timms if he is listening. He's on 839 points so far. Um, I'm not going to read out his uh, team name, but yeah, it. I'm, well intri- to I'm, him. I'm, I'm now in trees now. You say it's that. nothing rude. I just don't. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, fine. I'm intrigued now. Um, okay, so is there anything to talk about, or should we just kind of wrap it up there? Do send Tadic from his 20th equal 20th in the Ballon d'Or. Mm-hmm. Van Dyke was second. Van Dyke <laughs> came second. Mane came fourth. Yeah. Did um, yeah. Did he beat Ronaldo? So, no, Ronaldo. No, no, no. 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 He should have oh, beaten Ronaldo, but. Ronaldo got into the Sri Lanka voted Trent Alexander-Arnold the best player this year. The Sri Lankan journalist, I believe it's the Sri Lankan journalist, voted Trent Alexander-Arnold as their Ballon d'Or winner for this season. Wow, okay. But obviously Messi coming out on tops. What do you reckon it'd be like for Southampton to have a player who's gone and won the Ballon d'Or if Van Dijk went and won it? Do you reckon that would be a benefit to us or just a bit of trivia? so many players. Yeah. 
I was just thinking it could be a possible, you know, it could be a nice little thing to say about the club. Get another thank you, Southampton. Didn't happen, yeah. 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 Okay, so anything else to report, or are you kind of happy to? Actually, Van Dyke and uh, Tadic did have a photo with each other. Oh, they did, yeah. I saw that on the um, Twitter. Where'd you see that? I'm not sure. Show it to you later. I don't really care about how they left the club or what opinion. Is not getting a photo? Three three players in the top twenty in the world that have come from Southampton yeah. is like incredible. It does, yeah. And that just shows shows what a good job that I, I know he hasn't had a great time and he has got fired, but what a great job Les Reed actually did as the director of football, bringing in those three players, and now yeah. they're three of the best players in the world. And how much of a shame it is that they all couldn't stick around at Southampton because we would have one hell of a team if um if they did. Yeah, well, it kind of when they when they they have that ability in them, it's almost difficult because they they must think that they can do so much higher. So they they kind of have that pursuit for greatness, and they've obviously yeah. showed how great they really can be. So it it was and brilliant. I don't, I don't I don't care what people say. Like Liverpool have not done anything to Van Dijk or Mane. They were playing that way when they were playing for Southampton. They haven't developed further. They were as good as they are now. Marne definitely has developed. Marne's definitely took a slow No, Marne like, was still You can't very... say that Marne's the same. No, I, I can. I can say no. it because <laughs> it's my opinion. You can say it, but it's wrong. <laughs> no, well, opinions aren't wrong, but in that case. See, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> well, I think he has developed in the fact that he, he has so much more. Um, composure in big games things like performing in the champions league uh to you know joining our club and taking six months to to get used to it to now being able to lead a line in a champions league winning team i think it takes a lot of even if it's not directly shown physically on the pitch i think mentally he has grown as a player to be able to take on that sort of pressure and perform in those big games because we saw he had the finish and the technique but to pull that out in the big the big games i think does take learning i think it, i think he hadn't been used to that before and he's now able to do it i think that's the changes that we're seeing um but yeah just my fault that's my two cents uh, everyone's got an opinion um anything anything else we've talked about ballon d'Or, any other kind of things like that or is that all all to report for obviously we'll do our reaction but yeah any other anything's before wednesday or are you happy there hopefully we get three points exactly so thank you very much for listening um, as I previously mentioned earlier, you can get the questions in. I'll promise to do them earlier this time, Tiz. I won't forget them. That's but fine. yeah, we had a decent amount of questions this week, so uh, yeah. make sure you do send them in. Harry, how can they get them in? Saints Prime on the Instagram. I'll do it for our Friday podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't do it for the review ones, but we'll do it for the Friday podcast. Saints Prime, I'll put it up on the Wednesday, so straight mm-hmm. after the Norwich game. So if you want to send questions in about that, uh, we might answer a few, depending on you know what they um, if, they, if they're relevant to that game. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll try and answer as many questions as we can. Um, if we have previously mentioned, we try and stay away. But any other kind of new topics or things like that, we're more than happy to answer them, and we'll let you know. And we'll say thank you for sending them because obviously they do help us with the podcast. Um, also, t- stay in touch on Saints Prime Pod. Uh, notifications straight away when the podcast goes out, including links. Twitter. Yeah, on the Twitter, so you'll get links as soon as it comes out, straight to your favourite podcasting app, and you will get uh, go straight to the podcast and hear it as soon as it comes out. So. If you're looking out for it, then uh, notifications on the Saints Prime Twitter, and it'll take you straight to it. 
but it's also been me and uh, joined with Harry. I'm also here with Lint Roller Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. Look at the video if you want to see a strange man rolling himself with a lint roller. <laughs> and I've also been joined with oh, Mikey. and Mikey. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you again next time. Bye-bye.